0: This is 1 in 59, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 59 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And I'm speaking this morning with Marcy Champy, who is the senior recruiter and outreach specialist at a company called Ultra Testing. Um, She's also an advocate, a uh, public speaker, an author, a parent, and uh, we're going to have a good conversation both about ULTRA and about all of the things that you were also involved in within the autism community. Marcy, good morning and thanks for being on the show.
1: Good morning and thank you for taking the time to have me on the show. I really appreciate it and all the efforts that your radio program is doing to support the autistic community.
0: Oh, well, thank you for your kind words. It's really what I'm trying to do here is um, Is 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 put a spotlight on people who are doing good work in the field because there's so many things that are happening. You know, I think there's a a, a culture change. I think there's a a business community change. I think there's an educational aspect that's changing. There's research going on. There's certainly different employment opportunities that are growing and changing. Um, I think public perception is changing. The numbers are changing. So it's, it's a great way to try to showcase the range of people who are involved. In the autism community, in in all sorts of areas. So, on that note, why don't we start, Marcy, with um, you sharing a little mm. of your background and and give us a little more context for uh, starting with Ultra, which, from what I understand, provides highly flexible, high quality software testing services. Um, and And uh, some of the employees i I might be wrong, maybe it's everybody, but I know that some of the employees are on the autism spectrum. So can you give us a little bit more information about about the company?
1: Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, Ultra testing was founded in about two thousand and thirteen, and it was founded by two MIT graduates, the brick and mortar building itself is in New York. But uh, we have employees all over the United States, over fifty employees. And as you said, Uh, We pride ourselves in testing software. We also do accessibility training. Uh, We test all over different applications and different devices from laptops to smartphones to tablets and some big business names that people would recognize in the cruise industry and baking industry and entertainment industry and then smaller companies as well. Um, You did say that you thought that some of our employees were on the autism spectrum. That would be correct. About 70 to 75% of our testers and um, employees are on the autism spectrum or very similar profiles and myself included. I was diagnosed about seven years ago, as was my son he was diagnosed when he was five and now he's 20 and, and doing very well. We, when I started working for ultra testing, it'll be almost five years, five years in November, we had about five testers and now we're approaching 50 testers and we are going to be actively recruiting again soon. We have a very unique recruitment process. All of the jobs are at home, remote work. People can work from anywhere in the US as long as they have a good functioning computer and high functioning internet access. Hmm. And and we are also expanding into Canada. Hmm. I am the senior recruiter and the outreach specialist as you mentioned and as part of the senior recruiter I was given the opportunity to work with the team and largely design the entire recruitment process from start to finish. And I have about 2,000 hours of study into the topic of autism as it relates to employment. So our recruitment process is based a lot on best practices, not only for the general population as far as interviews and screening candidates, but also best practices for the autistic population. So what what would an autistic benefit from through the recruitment process. So we have a lot of transparency, a lot of open communication. And in fact, when anyone inquires whether it's a vocational professional from a government agency or university or a job placement agency, we provide a recruitment overview. And I believe it's over 10 pages now. And what that is, is I put together the answers to lots of questions that people who were asking in the beginning when I first started working at Ultra. And so we've answered as many questions as we possibly can for the candidate and their supporters right up front, Mm -hmm. and we find that that eliminates a lot of anxiety, a lot of anticipatory anxiety and stress that can be a result of a coexisting condition of being on the spectrum or PTSD or similar um, condition and we pride ourselves on our recruitment process we've actually had candidates who have gone through the process and not been offered a job but they've thanked us because the process itself is takes into consideration the needs of others and and what's wonderful about that as is in most cases when we start looking at best inclusion practices as a broad scope and not as a narrow scope as is it helps everybody that applies and you know the clarity Mm -hmm. is there from the beginning for everyone and so someone doesn't have to be on the autism spectrum to appreciate that we've taken that time and attention to tailor it to meet the needs of people who might
0: have higher stress as they're going through the recruitment process. That's, you know, I, I have follow-ups about some of what you just said, but one thing that really stands out to me is the last thing you said, and I say it all the time, especially on this show because I meet so many different people, whether they're calling in or I'm meeting them in person, that um, it, within the employment sector, the business sector, the, the educational sector, we, I think, and I'll just add Lib here, finally, I think are recognizing that there are so many Things that can help support an individual on the autism spectrum to be successful that also are good for the general population. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy to be living in a time where I'm, I am literally am seeing that change. And the conversation is starting to change from, you know, what extra supports does somebody with autism need to what's best for everyone? And, mm-hmm. and what, what I think we're seeing, and you kind of just give a great example of it, is that the idea of reducing anxiety in general around mm-hmm. typically anxiety provoking situations like a job interview a dental appointment you know things things that are not specific to somebody on the autism spectrum is, is a good thing. It's just good. Anxiety can be very, um, very challenging and can make something mm-hmm. that's already something a little bit daunting and pushing you to maybe a new boundary. Um, anxiety can make it feel like sort of an impossible mountain to climb. So I love that you've taken that approach. I think it's very unique that you have put so many hours into developing a recruitment process. Some people call it an onboarding process for these interviews and for candidates coming in, um, because often in businesses, I think people focus much more on training and mentoring and getting, you know, and getting the work done once the person is in, uh, in the company and and a member of the, Mm -hmm. um, the, the business. And we forget that in order to, to, uh, to bring in candidates who are probably going to be more likely to be successful and long-term loyal employees, you have to put that effort in before they even enter the workforce. So that's, that to me is, is really fantastic. Um, have you seen positive outcomes that you can relate to your, the way you're recruiting folks into, um, into the ultra family by way of like outcomes in terms of longevity of employment, loyalty, mm-hmm. referrals. Yes. Do, do
1: you see that happening? Well, the general population, I mean, anecdotally, we've heard, I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard too, that typically those on the autism spectrum make very loyal employees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's part of our why and part, part of our nature. We want to do our very best and... Be there, and if it's a good fit, we are very loyal. But considering the overall population, we do have a particularly high retention rate. Most of the people, if they do leave Ultra, it's either to finish their education, go back to school full time, or they found a a job. They're advancing in their career, so they've been at Ultra for a few years, and they've gotten an opportunity to get you know, an advance in their in their career or in a different field. Uh, we very rarely have anyone leave that wasn't satisfied with the workplace or the workplace culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we spend a lot of time. I used to be the community manager for several years. So I was responsible for the well-being of the employees, and we still have community gatherings once a month where we get together. And the first half hour is it's all volunteer. If if you'd like to attend or not, it's virtual and through um, video, a Google Hangout or a Zoom mm-hmm. or similar format. And the first half hour is dedicated to what's working and what's not working at the company. And we talk about things very honest and matter-of-fact and how can we improve things. And the CEO of the company, uh, Rajesh Ananda, he's he's superb at collecting feedback and having surveys go out to the company members and asking, you know, how can we improve? What can we do better and analyzing those, uh, those results. So the first half is about what's working, what's not frank discussions. And then the second half is some type of fun and game. Like I, you know, have you ever Mm -hmm. guessed the, you know, the two lie, the two truths and a lie game, we do different types of activities to to stay in touch and stay engaged. And, Mm -hmm. and also on your, note about the stress and anxiety, we actually do, I, I used to be a school teacher, I have a master's in curriculum and, and staff development, and so part of our onboarding is unique as well. We do a about a one-hour onboarding live for our new testers and new employees, and part of that onboarding later on in the week or the following week is a, we have a two-part stress reducing stress and anxiety workshop that I put together and designed. And it goes into not just the basics that you can Google and find. You know, a lot of autistic people are avid researchers and Mm -hmm. and very good at finding information. And so I wanted to dig really deep and find some things that weren't as common and some real strategies to help employees with handling stress and anxiety, particularly as anxiety often accompanies those that are on the spectrum. And so that's part of our onboarding process, and we have it recorded also for any staff to look at and, and observe, and that's something that we enjoy doing. My partner, Carrie, she's the lead recruiter for ultra-testing. She works with me, and her her son, one of her sons, is on the autism spectrum as well. I believe he's, I think he's eight or nine, and um, so it's, it's a joy to work with her as well and learn from each other as we both have experiences with either being on the spectrum or supporting those on the autism spectrum.
0: You, you know, it sounds, like a, it sounds like a phenomenal work environment. And we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to dig a little deeper, as you would say, into some of the things you shared and then hear more also about some of the other ways that uh, people can hear your message and and your thoughts, um, you know, at speaking engagements and, and through some of the things that you've published. So this is 1 in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozensky and we'll be right back. For those diagnosed with autism, the right educational, vocational, and residential programs can optimize their quality of life. At Anderson Center for Autism, we offer all of that and more. We've got programs rooted in evidence-based practices that unlock potential. And we also have a palpable spirit of community that will make you and your loved one with autism feel right at home. Schedule a tour to see for yourself. Call 845-889-4034 or visit Autism.org. Welcome back to One in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and today I'm speaking with Marcy Chompi, who is the senior recruiter and outreach coordinator. Did I get that right, Marcy? That's close enough. Outreach specialist, outreach specialist for <laughs> Ultra testing, and uh, so you were just giving some really great information, uh, specifically to or specific to the onboarding and recruitment process that you've developed at Ultra, which seems to be addressing a tremendous number of, of of topics related both to the people you're employing who are on the autism spectrum, but also to the general public, which is just sort of anxiety reducing follow up and and really. I think being a model as a company that takes the time to invest um, specifically in the recruitment process. As, As I was saying before, I think sometimes businesses make a mistake of not investing a whole lot of resources into recruitment and ending up with people who maybe are, for lack of a better phrase, sort of you know, maybe on the right bus, but not sitting in the right seat. So they may be a great fit for the company, (laughs) but they're not not doing the right job. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, um, so I think there's a lot, a lot there. You did mention, and I was going to ask you about this, but you, you mentioned it earlier, some, some of a social connection. You you employ a tremendous Mm -hmm. number of people who can work remotely, which I would think for Mm -hmm. not just for people with autism, but in today's world, if you're really going to access people who, who are the right fit for the job, it, it can be great to be able to say, we don't have any... Geographic boundaries. You just need, you know, basically good Wi-Fi and a computer that that is is functional, mm-hmm. and the ability to um, to stay connected. But you do these community gatherings monthly, and they're digital, so they're not in person, which makes sense because you are all, you know, you have employees from all over. How many people, like, do the majority of your employees participate in those monthly gatherings?
1: Um, Good question. It's okay if I I back up just a tiny bit. I I do want to give credit that I'm not the only one that has designed the recruitment process. I did play a major part. I do play a major part in it, but I also work with a team that's wonderful. And the CEO, Rajesh, was also a, a large part of looking over and, and reaching agreement with the processes we wanted to incorporate. So I just wanted to backtrack there. And then to your point about the best practices helping everyone, the universal approach to inclusion instead of let's focus on autistics only, In recent surveys, recent research has shown that over 24% of the population, almost a quarter of the population has identified with at least having one disability in the workplace. These are actual employees in the workplace that have a disability. Wow. And then when you add that to common human factors, just the fact of being human, growing older, chronic illness, relocation, taking care of an elderly parent, divorce, um, raising children, if you start to add all the typical stresses that most human beings encounter at one point in their life if they live long enough, uh, we really do need to approach the entire workplace inclusion more inclusively for everyone because what happens when we focus just on autistics is it creates a we and they mentality and the autistics are either highlighted and seen as better for these specific traits or they're seen as inferior as needing help and special treatment. So we like to make our recruitment process the same across the board for everyone. That eliminates the need for someone to disclose if they don't feel comfortable disclosing, confident disclosing, because they might face discrimination and stereotyping, which happens all the time, with myself included, being um, on the other end of that, receiving that stereotypical mm-hmm. um, behaviors from others. And it and it provides opportunity for everyone to benefit. So I just wanted to backtrack a little bit sure. there, and and back to your. Question about remote connection. So our community gatherings are on a Friday um, at the end of um, the, the workday, and some testers are on projects. So we get a different group sometimes. Some some. Um, Parts of the company, and at other times, other parts of the company, depending on how busy somebody is. We typically have about fifteen people, um, and then we also, right after that, have a a large company-wide meeting, which is all the all the employees come, and that's an hour-long virtual meeting as well. Mm -hmm. So, and then we also do. seasonal parties we have a seasonal party in december where we play games and activities and give out re- rewards and awards and things like that so
0: and all done all done digitally
1: Yes, and then the testers themselves work in teams of two to five usually, and they have an engagement manager, which is a testing manager that oversees the team, and those managers change based on the client project and the client needs. And those testers work closely with each other um, throughout the day, throughout their workday through Slack, which is a virtual chat program that we use, um, that the testers use and managers use. And also we do Skype or Google Hangout or, or other type of virtual meetings when needed with each other. my In fact, my partner and I, Carrie Blackman, are going to meet today in, in about an hour and have our virtual meeting, once a week virtual meeting. So in some ways, I used to be a school teacher. And in some ways, I, I have more interaction in this virtual job than I did in the isolated classroom. <sighs> yeah. You know, with, with my colleagues. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. And I, you know, so I it sounds like the, the, what you've put in place there and what Rajash has put in place um, really works. And, and you've seen growth. Um, mm-hmm. We have about, about, you know, five or so minutes left in the, in the interview, um, Marcy, what are some of your uh, or the, or the leadership of the organi- of the company? What, you know what are, what's the future hold? what are do you have plans? Do you have a vision for continued growth or expansion? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we just have some major good news. some um, um the company leaders have been. Been advocating hard for for the company and all the good work it's doing. We're actually going to be changing our name from Ultra Testing to Ultra knots N A U T S, like an astronaut oh, okay. soon. And we've and we've received um, funding from investors over, I believe, three point five million just recently. So we're planning on expanding in lots of different areas, in marketing, and training, in outreach, and in bringing in more and more testers. We'll be actively recruiting for many years to come. And if anyone is interested in applying, they can contact me at any time, um, and I can give you that information if you want to include it when you yeah, uh, post it, or well, why don't <laughs> so we they do- can go to ultratesting.us if they want to, ultratesting.us.
0: Ultratesting.us, and, find- and then mm-hmm. how would they contact you?
1: It would be Marcel, M-A-R-C-E-L-L-E. hmm at ultratesting.us
0: Alright, so we'll repeat that again once or twice before we sure. end today and then we can add that to the posting when we put the show yeah, out there. Um, there because I think there's that's...
1: There's lots of ways to reach me. Okay. Uh, you, can Goog- you can Google Everyday Asperger's. I'm the author of the well-known blog and book Everyday Asperger's and my pen name, my author's name is Samantha Kraft. That's how most people know me. If you Google Samantha Kraft and autism or Asperger's a lot will show up there. I have my own Gmail account, Everyday Asperger's with an S at gmail.com. I also have a website I'd love to share, sure. and it's called My Spectrum Suite. Suite is in an office building, a room, mm-hmm. myspectrumsuite.com. And I have a resource page there that I that Ultra helped fund for over two years, and it's an employment as it relates to autism resource page on that site. It has advocacy links and places to go to get support if you are autistic or a supporter of someone on the spectrum. I'm also hosting in my home, 40 people are coming from around the world. We have people flying from someone from Australia, New York, California, Oregon, They're flying out to my home in September. We have a few spots left for that. We're doing a Spectrum Lights Inclusion Summit, and it's all about connecting, empowering, and giving a voice for autistic individuals. So excited about that. And I also work with, I'm co-executive with NeuroGuides, N-E-U-R-O Guides Dot org And that is a vocational counseling and life coaching organization for adults on the spectrum around the world as well. Um, I have lots of different hats. I know we're running out of time, <laughs> but I think those are, those are some of the main ones. I also um, consult with Optimized. He, Ed, he's the founder of that organization. He creates online videos. Uh, Microsoft uses some of them, some other organizations about neurodiversity and autism as it relates to the workplace. And I have several LinkedIn articles under my legal name, Marcel Champy, about employment as it relates to autism, and that's actually being, I'm supposed to be doing that, I've been procrastinating, I need to get to, to my publisher, it's mm-hmm. going to be called Aut- Autism in a Briefcase, and it's about these topics, about universal inclusion and workplace inclusion and what that looks like. and. And special considerations for those on the spectrum.
0: Wow! Not okay. We're running out of time, but I'm also running out of space on my <laughs> paper to take these notes. But this is fantastic. So, so I think that you know what really went well today is that you gave an overview of obviously the things you're passionate about and the things that you know how to do and how to affect change within one single company by talking about Ultra Testing. Congratulations on on your upcoming name change to Ultra Knots and the three-point million dollars from investors to to grow. Um, it's important, I think, to put out there again that you will be actively recruiting now for the next you know into the into the future so if people are looking for a position in a company like this you should definitely check out ultratesting.us or and or contact Marcel at Marcel M-A-R-C-E-L-L-E at ultratesting.us um, but the other aspect that you just threw at us which we don't have a whole lot of time to go into is just that obviously you are an, an, you know, an advocate you're sharing your story you're sharing your knowledge your expertise with as, as, basically It sounds like as broadly as you possibly can, and hopefully that will continue, because I think we've all identified, and you're doing something specific about this that we need to change how people look at at vocational and, and employment opportunities for people on the autism spectrum. Um, an eighty to ninety percent job sort of loss rate um, in terms of people not being able to hold a job at that rate is 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 not acceptable and shouldn't be acceptable. So we need to think differently and do things differently. Yes. And to, usually, to, it's
1: the workplace culture. It's, yeah. It's, Most autistics I know have had five, six, seven jobs. It's not that they can't get a job. It's that they can't keep a job because of
0: the workplace culture. Exactly. So that's
1: why inclusion is so key, getting those anti-bullying policies in Mm -hmm. there and, and acceptance and having platforms for communication.
0: Great. So I'm just going to, I agree with you. And I'm going to throw out a couple things that I did get down and then we'll try to share this when we post the, the, the interview and, and obviously looking you up, um, will hopefully lead to a lot of this, but you can check out every, every day Asperger's at gmail.com. That's one way to reach you. Your handle being Samantha craft, the my, my spectrum suite, S U I T E.com is a great resource page. Um, and again, good luck and, and congratulations on hosting the spectrum life planning and life inclusion series summit at your home coming up next month. I really wish you all the best in everything you're doing. And I appreciate that you have taken this topic on, dove deep into it and are now coming out and sharing it with as many people as you can. I think you're going to be impacting a lot of lives that way in a very positive way. So thank you, Marcy. It's been a pleasure talking to you today.
1: Thank you again for your time, and I really, you have a gift for summarizing a lot of information very precisely. I appreciate that as someone who tends to go on and on and ramble. Uh,
0: I, I do both, but I appreciate your kind words again, and it was really a pleasure talking to you today, so okay. we'll we'll send out that information, and best of luck with everything in your future. Um,
1: you too as well. Keep doing your good works, and highly appreciate this opportunity, and hopefully we can keep in touch. Have a great rest of your day.
0: Thank you. You too. This is 1 in 59, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host Eliza Bozensky and remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 59, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week.